Hey, hello, and welcome to What's the Difference, the only game show to be shown on the phantasmagorical think tank as of yet. Here's how it works. We're gonna have three levels of questions, easy, medium, and you guessed it, hard. The questions will be given randomly via a random number generator. If it lands on one, it's an easy question, two, a medium, or three, a hard one. Then the questions within those subsets will also be given randomly. There will be three contestants. The first ones to buzz in will get to answer first. They have 10 seconds to answer or at least begin answering the question to give a difference between object A and object B. If the question they are answering is an easy question, they will get 10 points. If it is a medium question, they will get 20 points. And if it is a hard question, they will get 30 points. But if nobody knows the answer, there's luck yet for everybody because once we say it is fair to, people can steal and try and get five points by buzzing in and being the first to say something about A that does not apply to B or something about B that does not apply to A. Note, even though there are two things to be spoken about in regards to each, since we ask what's the difference between A and B, you can only steal once. In other words, someone can answer something about A and nobody can answer anything about B if they are stealing. And contestants, we recommend that you try and answer in the format of A is blank, while B is blank. Without further ado, let's meet our contestants. Our first contestant is Crystal. Hello. Crystal, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, yeah. Hi, I'm Crystal. I'm a first year at Pomona. I'm originally from San Jose, California. Um, I have an older brother and... I guess a fun fact about me is that last year I almost got run over by a train. Interesting. Death-defying. <laughs> Just enough to be on this show. And our second contestant is Selena. Hi, my name is Selena. Um, I'm a sophomore here at Pomona, and I'm from Charleston, South Carolina. I'm studying international relations. And a fun fact about me is that I pride myself on not knowing that much. So this should be a great game. <laughs> Well, you'll know what's the difference for sure by the end. <laughs> and our third contestant is Pei. Hi, um, my name is Pei. I'm a second year at Pomona. I'm originally from China. Uh, my hometown is a little away from Shanghai, but I got, went to school in Shanghai. I'm an astronaut major, so um, me and Scott, um, we geek out sometimes about stars. Let us begin our wonderful game. Contestants, are you guys ready? Yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Matt, please spin our wheel to determine if our first question shall be an easier, mediumer, or harder question. Looks like we're starting off with a hard question. Oh, boy. Go big or go home, as the saying always goes. All right. Are your hands ready, contestants? The first question of the harder category is, what is the difference between the Cape of Good Hope and the Cape Horn? All right. <laughs> Starting. Uh, yeah. Guess. Okay, so I know the Cape of. One of them is in Africa. <laughs> that that was a question. <laughs> I'm the host. I can't just tell you the answers to the question. <laughs> I'm going to make the judgment call and say, you did get half the question right. That is. Uh, true that the Cape of Good Hope is around Africa, and therefore we will give you the amount of points that you could have gotten had you taken the steal. 
Yeah, I'm actually curious what the second thing is. Yes, the Cape Horn is around Argentina and Chile, that little uh, hook or horn shape that you see at the bottom of South America. And it even inspired a book called By the Great Horn Spoon. Wait, I thought it was the thing that the pilgrims landed on. Oh. Um, Wait, no, that's the rock, right? Plymouth Rock? Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I was going to say, is the second one the thing that the pilgrims landed on? Oh, fun fact. Plymouth Rock is only about like an arm span wide, and it might actually be a hoax because its first record of it was only 130 years after the pilgrims supposedly landed in 1620. Very cool. All right. Perhaps the next round will fall on a mediumer or easier question. Let us spin the reel once more (laughs) for round two. Well, Scott, as a physics major, you should know that's not true. The probability always is one-third for everything. Certainly, but there's still <laughs> but there's still a two-thirds chance that it's medium or, or easier. Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> Spinning the wheel, we have a easy question. Oh, boy. <laughs> to be specific, an easier question. All right, drum roll, please. What's the difference between a fruit and a vegetable? Selena, you've buzzed in. I buzzed in. <laughs> Um, a fruit has seeds in it, while a vegetable does not. Correct! We'll give you the points! <laughs> this, uh, to be more specific, a fruit is a matured ovary, which, yes, has seeds, while a vegetable is any edible part of a plant that isn't a fruit, so doesn't have seeds. So that's ten points for Selena, five for Crystal, pay none yet, but let's see how it goes. All right, round three. Matt, would you like to spin the wheel? For our third question, we have a medium question. The probability the probability really does seem to be one-third. All right. This is a bit of a niche question, and either definitely know it or you definitely don't. What is the difference between a tabby cat and a calico cat? Tabby is stripes and calico is spots. That is correct. I'll give you the points. <laughs> 20... I, I was a proud cat girl in elementary school, so that is why. Yes. To be particularly specific, a tabby cat is any cat with an M on its forehead and a striped coat, while a calico cat is mostly white with black and orange patches. But because the key concepts are stripes versus patches, we shall award you the points. 25, 10, 0, we shall continue on. Let's do a pause. How are you contestants feeling? I am excited. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited for all of us. There we go. I appreciate your sportsmanship. You get a brownie point. Yay! (laughs) For our fourth question, we have our second easy question. What is the difference between the U.S. Senate and the U.S. House of Representatives? I feel like you should get it because you're an IR major. Oh, God. Just take it if you know. Okay. (laughs) But I appreciate the sportsmanship, Crystal. In the U.S. House of Representatives, um, states have the amount of representatives proportionate to their population, while in the Senate, there are two representatives per state. Exactly! You are completely correct. Ten points. Yay. I've lost count. Can we uh, do a point check? For a point check-in, we have Crystal at 25, Selena at 20, and Pei at zero points right now. Next round. Our next question is a medium question. All right. If you guys are familiar with medieval history, you might know this. What is the difference between a catapult and a trebuchet? I know this because you told me this, like, recently. Um, I did? Yeah, you did. Darn it. Um, the <laughs> trebuchet uses, like, the physical motion of the um, pole thing, right? Or something like that. And then, like, the catapult um, 
Wait, I know this. <laughs> you you literally told me this like last week. Oh, what have I um, done? <laughs> Why did I include this question then? Okay, so the trebuchet is like, because okay, like you know how it's like a, it's a lot of like long pole structures, right? Isn't it something about how like the trebuchet like uses the motion of the pole and the catapult uses like gunpowder or something like that? I'm going to say that is a wrong answer. We will give other people the chance to take the steel since you did answer for both parts and you missed keywords for both parts because there are keywords we are looking for in either of the two. It is true. Selena, pay what either of you guys like to take the steel. I mean, I can try to explain what catapult is. The other thing, I honestly have no idea. That's all you need to take the steel. Um, but catapult is basically you have a... Um, you have a long arm with uh, the thing that you're catapulting at the end, and then you pull the other end down, and it kind of is like a lever, and then it shoots the, the thing out. Is that mm -hmm. right? That is the case, but that also applies to a trebuchet. Can you tell me anything about the way a catapult works that is different than the way a trebuchet works? Well, that's going to be a little hard because I don't know what a trebuchet <laughs> is. But, um, yeah, like it's fine. I'm just trying. Should we award the points? Wait, can I try guessing again? I'm going to say no because this is the first, you guessed the first time and this is the steal. Selena, oh. do you want to try? Okay, when I imagine a catapult, like I'm imagining like a like a slingshot sort of mechanism where like you're using the resistance to like then like land, you know, catapult it across. I don't know. That probably did not make any sense. Yeah, I don't know. I will say that is actually pretty close to the keywords we're looking for. Matt, should we award it? Yeah, that's, that is, that is Pretty accurate for the catapult keyword we are looking for. Scott, would you like to give the full answer that we were expecting for both parts? Yes. So the keywords we were looking for in the catapult is that it utilizes either tension or torsion in the ropes to launch its load. Like you uh, coil up the ropes really tight the way when you twist a spring it wants to untwist, and that's what launches the arm, while a trebuchet uses a counterweight or utilizing the gravitational potential energy to use a lever, which... Uh, you, Upe, were getting at the right thing, but it's the trebuchet that relies on the fulcrum of a lever versus the catapult, which util utilizes the stretched out ropes. So, uh, Selena, when you use the word resistance in the rope, that uh, we deemed sufficient to give you the points. Cool. I have a question. So yeah. is a trebuchet like essentially like a seesaw? Yeah. Like, is that the same kind of mechanism? Okay. Yeah, you have a, a fulcrum mm -hmm. in the center. You pull one side down with the rock you want, but then you tie an even heavier rock to the right. other side. So when you cut the ropes, the heavier rock swings down and the lighter rock swings up and over. Okay. Imagine you are at a playground and you are a full-grown adult. <laughs> and you have a small no child with necessary. you. No imagining necessary. Well okay. said. Let, let's not hurt the kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next round. Easy, medium, or harder? We have another medium question. All right. What is the difference between a monkey and an ape? Is it that the monkey walks on four and the ape walks on two? Humans are the only apes that walk on two, so I will say that is not an acceptable answer. But that is true that out of monkeys and apes, the only bipedal species would be the humans, which are apes. But no, that doesn't quite get the keywords we're looking for. Would anyone like to pa 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 take the steel? Hey. I'll try. I don't know if this is true. If this is not true, my chemist, <laughs> my biology teacher, please don't kill me. Um, 
So monkeys have tails. Do apes all have tails? That is exactly what we right, were looking so, for. Okay, cool. Monkeys all have tails. No apes have tails. Yes, great. We okay. will give you the five points because you have pa 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 taken the steal. <laughs> if we want to look at this from a taxonomy perspective, the scientific definition is that apes are in the hominidae family, while monkeys are in the simiiformis infraorder. But if you don't want to say that because it's too much of a mouthful, say monkeys have tails, apes do not. We do not have tails, therefore we are apes and not monkeys. How do you guys feel thinking about that? There's like this medical phenomenon where like children are born with longer tailbones. And I forgot what it's like caused by, probably like a genetic mutation or something. But apparently it's a thing where like children can be like babies can sometimes be born with parts of a tail because their tailbones are too long. Oh, yes. My uh, biology teacher freshman year said he had a friend in high school who just had a tail. Fun, right? Next round. Spinning the wheel, our next question is yet another medium question. Oh my, it looks like we'll be out of medium or questions soon. All right. This question is right up my alley. What is the difference between a meteor and a comet? I feel like I should know this, but do <laughs> I? <laughs> it is a phys astro okay, question. Okay, okay, All right. I think a comet doesn't have to land on Earth in the meteorite, land, like, goes through the atmosphere and land or not land, depending on if it burns out in the atmosphere? Yes, I will grant you the points, but if you want a brownie point, there is another distinction. Another distinction? Oh, interesting. Huh. Yes, it is true that by definition, a meteor has to enter the Earth's atmosphere. I will give you the 20 points, but can you think of something that applies to a comet that does not apply to a meteor even before it enters the Earth's atmosphere? It has a tail? The, the the comet had some oh doesn't does all comet has a t I don't know it it's kind of um the sublimation of the what is it called gosh the the, the dry ice or something that is yes I will give you exactly that comets are made out of ice and thus have a tail because it's sublimating and a meteor is made out of iron so yes that is precisely what we are looking for you get all twenty of those points uh, Matt let's do a quick point check what are the point systems right now twenty five all. <laughs> Oh, all tied up, I see. Oh, boy. I have to say, I'm so happy right now. I think this game is going pretty well, Matt. This was a very high-quality idea. <laughs> Spinning the wheel. Looks like we have a easy question for this one. Or easier. What is the difference between the Aztecs and the Incas? The Aztecs were in Mexico and the Incas were in Peru. Exactly! Ten points for you. Yay. That is verbatim what we have written down on the answer key. <laughs> mm -hmm. There are also some more fun, subtle differences, such as I believe the Incas domesticated llamas while the Mayans built fun step pyramids. But we didn't ask about the Mayans. <laughs> wait, wait, did I say Aztecs? Aztecs. Darn Aztecs. it. I get the Aztecs and Mayans mixed up. The Mayans were de in decline in the regions of Mexico by 800 CE, while the Aztecs were still at their peak in the 1400 CE. And Quetzalcoatl was a dragon deity in the Aztecs, but not the Mayans. Right. An answer for another time. <laughs> yeah, I will pretend I understood all of that. <laughs> all right. With that embarrassing oversight on my own part, let us go on to our next question. Yet another easy question. Oh boy, get ready because the next question is, what is the difference between a donkey and a mule? Um, a mule is the, like, the child, <laughs> I don't know what the word is, but like the offspring of a horse and a donkey, and it's 
Daryl, um, and a, right, wait, like a donkey is like, it's just like, a, an animal. Um, but um, isn't isn't a mule like? I learned this in like AP biology when you learn about um like sterility, and like, you like breed a horse, and a donkey, and it makes a mule. Absolutely, you are <laughs> correct. A mule is indeed a hybrid of a male donkey and a female horse. Fun fact, there are also hinnies, which are from a female donkey and a male horse, while donkeys are, of course, just their own normal species. Completely correct. Ten points for you. And I would like to add that I believe since mules are sterile, they actually are not considered their own species Mm -hmm. because to be a species, you have to be able to reproduce. It is so. Also, I learned that the scientific name... Uh, for a hybrid is the scientific name of the father, the letter X, and then the scientific name of the mother. It's like I... a bad fan fiction title. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well said. Also, I encourage you guys to all look up Hercules the Liger, part lion, part tiger. He's cool. For our next question, spinning the wheel, it seems we have another medium question. All right. What is the difference between a crocodile and an alligator? With no one going for the buzzer to answer, it seems like we will be going with allowing anybody to take the steal. Once I finish the question, feel free to buzz in and take the steal. What is the difference between a crocodile and an alligator? So if you can... Oh, oh, Selena? This is like an absolute guess. But do crocodiles like only live in like the Florida region and alligators live other places? Or wait, it might act- actually... It might have to do with the kind of water they live in. Hmm. I don't know. Never mind. All right. I can't give you the points, but you were right. super close, but you flipped it. Alligators only live <gasps> in North America and China, while crocodiles live in a variety of places, including but not limited to South America, the Nile, and Australia. I see. So that's why I'm confused, because I feel like I know alligators in china but also in the u.s i'm like i don't know i don't see the geometric unless i'm not geometric, but ge- the geographic link there so i see okay. mm-hmm. like why are there penguins in the galapagos and antarctica <laughs> spoiler alert they swam <laughs> oh yeah there's another fun thing as a rule of thumb crocodiles show both their top and bottom teeth while alligators show only their top teeth mm. is that significant for their hunting oh no i'm not um a herpetologist so, Crystal, aren't you a, a, a hobbyist herpetologist? Hobbyist in, like, the loosest terms. <laughs> oh, fun fact. The word crocodilian isn't an adjective that means, or you'd assume crocodilian is an adjective that means of or relating to crocodiles, but it's not. It's a noun that means the super order or the taxonomical order that includes crocodiles, alligators, caimans, and gharials. You know what I don't like? I don't like gharials. They're like these creepy freaky nightmarish creatures that haunt the rivers of india they look kind of like alligators but they're their own taxonomic family i don't even know if taxonomic is a word don't google them okay (laughs) thank you i don't like (laughs) gharials okay and for our next question we are going to our final medium question That means after this, we will only have harder or easier questions. Alrighty, folks, for our final medium question of the day, what is the difference between Chechnya and the Czech Republic? 
No dice. Would anyone like to take the steal? Does anyone know anything about the Czech Republic that may or may not apply to Chechnya? It's a country. That's all I have. I mean, like, not even, because, like, there's, um, like, instability in whether or not it's, like, Czech, the Czech Republic or, like, Czechoslovakia, right? Or something like that? Czechoslovakia did used to be a country, but in the 1990s, there was the Velvet Divorce in which Czech Republic and Slovakia split into two. Oh, uh, the Velvet Revolution of 1989. Well, you are actually correct in saying that the Czech Republic is a country and Chechnya is not a country. But, Matt, is that sufficient to give the Take the Steal points? I mean, it is true, isn't it? Yeah, all right. We will give you five Take the Steal points. <laughs> to be more specific, the Czech Republic is a nation in Eastern Europe, formerly Czechoslovakia, while Chechnya is a region in southwestern Russia, north of Turkey and Azerbaijan. All right. From now on, it's kind of an all or nothing. Either easier or harder, but no more mediumer. Let's get ready. Spinning our newly adjusted wheel with just a value of one and two, we land on a two, signifying our second harder question of the game. Oh boy, I hope you paid attention in A-Push. What's the difference between the New Deal and the Fair Deal? What's A-Push? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, it's AP European History. Or U.S. History. US history. Did I say European? I, I meant U.S. History. Oopsie daisy. <laughs> that is a very fair question for me. <laughs> All right. No one buzzes in. Would anyone like to take the steal? Um, was the New Deal the one... Um, proposed by FDR? Yep. Okay, cool beans. <laughs> uh, we will give you five take-the-steal right. points. The New Deal was proposed by Franklin Delano Roosevelt, or FDR, during the Great Depression, and the Fair Deal was proposed by Truman, uh, mm -hmm. President Truman, after World War II. Spa-spa-spa mm -hmm. spinning the wheel. Another easy question. I hope you're hungry. What's the difference between pita and naan? Can I guess? Okay, is naan bread like from India and pita bread from Greece? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> pita is Mediterranean and made with lean dough, while naan is Indian and made with enriched dough. Nice job. Thanks. <laughs> to be fair, naan bread is technically redundant because naan means bread. Right. It's like uh, chai tea right. or added bonus. Because if it's a bonus, then it's added. And if it's added, then it's a bonus. All right, 10 points. What is the current point system? Our score looks like we have Crystal at 30, Selena at 50, and Pei at 25. Woohoo! With almost, uh, with a number of hard questions still on the table, it's still anybody's game. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> All right, next round, next question. Easier or hard, what will it be? Looks like we have our third hard question. You see it every day, but do you understand it? What's the difference between FM radio and AM radio? Pay? Um, okay. I think one is frequency modulated and one is amplitude modulated. Exactly! 30 points for Pay, pulling ahead and I believe into the lead? Yes. Oh boy, yes. Oh, you're... Wait, are, the, are different questions worth different amounts of points? I asked if um, different questions are worth different amount, amounts of points. Yes, each tier increases by a 10-point margin, 
but taking the steal will always be five points no matter what because you just have to know about one thing in particular. Gotcha. Yes, pay is absolutely correct. FM is frequency modulated, meaning the variance arises in the frequency of the signal, while AM is amplitude modulated, meaning the signal amplitude varies. I'd also like to point out that we don't listen to the radio anymore so when you said that you see this every day i'm like i literally haven't since i was like nine oh perhaps i've made incorrect judgments about kids these days i feel too young and too old for my own demographic (laughs) who am i you're you scott you're unique oh thank you you get a brownie point (laughs) let's continue on spinning the wheel we have an easy question what is the difference between jupiter and zeus Zeus is the god of thunder, and Jupiter is the goddess of... Wait, is Jupiter... I, I think Jupiter's a girl. Um, Jupiter is the goddess of not thunder. <laughs> I think Jupiter is not a girl. All right, I'm sorry that's not completely correct. We can give you five points because it's uh, partially true, but we're also going to allow someone else to pop, 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 take the steal. Wait, is Jupiter a girl? I always thought Jupiter's not a girl, so I don't know. And also, Jupiter is a planet. Yeah, that's what I thought y'all were asking about. I thought y'all were asking about, like, Jupiter being a planet and then Zeus being a god. That's, like, that was my first idea. I don't know. I'm so conflicted. Maybe the question was too vague. Would either of our other two contestants like to say how Jupiter may differ from Zeus, besides being a planet? Is Jupiter, like, the guardian of heaven or something? I don't know. Mm, I think I'll have to call the round as is. Um, So the answer we were looking for is that Zeus is the king of gods and the god of thunder and lightning in Greek mythology, while Jupiter is the same uh, god of thunder and lightning, but in Roman mythology. It is true. uh, Jupiter is indeed a planet. I think what you were looking for is Juno, which I believe is one of the moons of Jupiter. Uh, Hera is the queen of goddesses, but Juno is the Roman version of Hera, who is the wife of Zeus. Juno. They're all like the same. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. It says Juno. Is, oh, sorry. Juno is not a moon of Jupiter. It is a asteroid in the asteroid belt. And yes, technically they're the same except for the key detail of their origin or what mythology they are a part of. <laughs> I.e. Greek or Roman. Wait, was that an easy question? Oh, yes. Oh, okay, cool. This is non-Percy Jackson reader erasure. Well, have did you ever read the book Mythology from the Ology series? No. no. Oh, that explains it, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe this is one of those things called the curse of knowledge, yeah. that when you learn something, it's hard to step into the shoes of your past self and remember what it was like to not know that thing. I would argue that was not an easy question. Alas. Now let's spin the wheel, because we got a hard question coming up. Oh boy, get ready. In, tell me, tell me, Pay, tell me, Selena, tell me, Crystal, in the context of logic, what is the difference between a black swan and a red herring? Oh my god, so a black swan is something uh, like basically out of your world. You didn't expect it to happen, and then a red herring is kind of a, like a false lead. Yes, that is correct. We'll give you the points. A black swan is an unpredictable or unforeseen event that usually has extreme consequences despite seeming like a small insignificant find, and a red herring is a logical fallacy or literary device intended to mislead someone. Uh, In particular, 
Um, you know how when people are talking about something obvious, they say like, well, that's as obvious as like the sky is blue. Well, in England, they used to say like, well, that's as obvious as all swans are white. But then they went to Australia where there are black swans. And the thing that was the go-to statement that everybody knows is absolutely true was wrong this whole time. So one black swan completely disproved the whole statement. And this might be a fictional story, but it said like greyhounds used to be trained where they would like drag a stinky red herring across the path of a fox or a raccoon to try to mislead them. I think that's fictional, but it's still a fun story. Spinning the wheel, it seems we have another easy question. Ooh, hoo, hoo. What is the difference between mass and weight? Ooh, Crystal. I know because I did high school physics. Um, mass is how much matter an object has, and weight is the mass of an object relative to gravity. Yes. In particular, weight is relative to the acceleration due to gravity of the current planet that it's on. That's literally the extent of all the physics I know. <laughs> or you can say weight is kind of a force and mass is the property of the object. That is true. Mass is an intrinsic property and weight is indeed a force. That is also correct. In fact, I'm going to give you another brownie point. What are the current points? Our current points are with Crystal at 45, Selena at 50, and Pei at 85 points. Ooh, wow, Pei, you've really pulled ahead. But can you keep the lead? Next question. Our next question is our final hard question. Yay, no. <laughs> <laughs> that means after this 30-point question, if no one gets it, all we have left are 10-pointers to catch up. All right, this question even I don't know the answer okay, well, to. Well, you don't know. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> what is the difference between whipped cream and buttercream? Um, whipped cream is uh, made of heavy cream and you whip it until it's like airy. Um, buttercream is type of frosting made of butter and sugar and you whip it into a frosting. That has a thicker consistency than whipped cream. Yes, <laughs> I will give you the 30 point. We only have one, two, three, four 10 pointer questions left, which means there are only 40 points remaining to be taken. What are the current standings? We have Crystal at 75, Selena at 50, and Pei at 85. So, uh, depending on how it goes, anyone could still win. The next easy question, what is the difference between a softball and a baseball in terms of specific differences about the game itself? Well, I, I do know that the softball is significantly larger than a baseball, like just in terms of, like, like the balls themselves are in, like, in size. That is true. There is an additional difference that if anyone else can get, I will also give five points. Selena, Pei, Crystal, anyone can get those extra five points if you know it. In addition to it being bigger? Yes. Wait, is this like a question about how the sport is played or? Uh, something about the rules or conditions of the game that is different. Is it like the scoring? Uh, that's not what we were looking for. What we were looking for is that the distance between the bases is actually smaller in softball than in baseball. And the softball must be thrown underhand, which is why you often see those fast wound up pitches in softball that are underhand or in slow pitch where they throw it up underhand. 30 points remaining. What is the difference between a cold and a flu? All three of you guys are about to grab it. Crystal? Um, wait, no, I feel like um, flu is caused by a virus and the common cold is caused by bacteria? Uh, that is not quite true. They're both caused by viruses. They're just different viruses. So we're going to give someone the chance to take the steel. Would either of our other two contestants like to take the steel? I don't know. Flu is more of a epidemic kind of thing, and then 
cold is cold. Can you be a little more specific? So I guess you can say that flu is more contagious, but not okay. I don't know. I'm guessing right here. Selena, can the can the, can a flu be treated with antibiotics, and a cold cannot? Or is cold caused by viruses that's common around us, and then flu is caused by specific strands of viruses that kind of evolves、um, throughout the years? Or <laughs> it, with a flu, you often、um, have vomiting, while with a cold, you do not. <laughs> I, I want to say that because there have been a little too many guesses that we should probably just end the round as is. Yes. This it seems as though this question turned into more of a team effort, <laughs> <laughs> which I mean that's kind of a nice, pleasant thing.、Uh, in regards to the antibiotics, the flu cannot be treated with antibiotics because it too is caused by a virus. Yeah, that's right. Okay.、Uh, just like the cold and. Wait, so you can't take antibiotics for the flu? No. For either. Wait, but then how do you cure it? Like, it kind of just has to go away on its own, like by like resting and like,、mm-hmm. you know, taking care of yourself. Yeah, that's also why people have to get a flu shot at, like、mm-hmm. almost every single year because the flu is evolving by natural selection so rapidly that like its state in one year is different than it was last year. The answer we were looking for is the presence of a fever. A flu almost always causes a fever, while a cold almost never does. Wait, we- but all of my common Does that mean I've gotten the flu like every、yeah. year because all of my common colds come with a fever? Mine too. Mine as well. Uh, very、Mine、likely,、well. a cold is actually very short term. Also,、uh, colds usually are like a week long. If it's more than, if it's like a couple of weeks or so, then it's more likely a flu. So I suppose when I say usually, I don't mean like for an individual, but rather on the macro level, like the percentage of people who get a. F- A fever from a cold is much lower than the percentage of people who get a fever from the flu. Two questions left. What is the difference between jelly and jam? Jelly is made of gelatin, and jam isn't. Well, it depends what you mean by jelly, because in Britain, I watch a lot of Great British Bake Off, and it depends though, because in Britain they use jelly as jam, like the word. So, like, are you asking for like what's the difference in food? Like in America, or do you mean like what America, is the difference、yes. in the nomenclature? Like still, like both of them, jelly and jam being the thing I would spread on my bread, but it's given to me by the people at IHOP, and they're like, "Here, this can go with your bread." Though I was unaware of that distinction, so you get a brownie point、Thanks. for pointing that out. Do you know the difference in American English? Um, jelly is like like Jello. It's made of gelatin. Um, and jam is like f- fruit spread. All right, we will give you the points. The specific wording we are looking for is that jelly is from the fruit juice, jam is made out of the crushed pulp of the fruit itself. So yes, you speak the truth when jelly is sort of the gelatin from the juice rather than the fruit mass. Get ready, everyone. We are at our final, final question of the night. What is the difference between a sheep and a lamb? While you think. If the singular of geese is goose, shouldn't the singular of sheep be shoop? <laughs> and shouldn't the plural of moose be meese? And the plural of tooth is teeth. If the plural of ox is oxen, is the plural of box boxen? That is the plural <laughs> of socks socksen. Like I have one pair of socks, but I have many pairs of socksen. You guys are really having fun with this.、Yeah. I am. This brings me so much joy. 
Aren't you the linguistics person, so shouldn't you know the answer to that? Well, the answer is that English can be recombined and re-expressed however the English speakers want. A language is whatever the language speakers say it is. Or is it because like all these different <clears throat> plural forms came from different other languages that English kind of taken from? So you can use that actually to find the smaller language families. Oh yes, uh, English is like an amalgamation of several different Anglo-Saxon uh, Germanic tribal languages, mixed with uh, some Greek in there and some Norman in there, mixed with some uh, originals from Shakespeare. Is a lamb like the baby? <laughs> And a sheep is like the adult? Yes! Oh, cool beans. A lamb is a sheep before the age of one year. So, Selena, you've pulled those last ten points and gotten the final question. We have completed our questions for the night. Matt, would you kindly read off the final points? We have Crystal at 85 points, Selena at 65 points, and Pei also at 85 points. It seems we have a tie! The prize was friendship when they all wanted to find out what the difference between a cold and a flu was. Yeah, that's beautiful. But anyway, I declare that we'll call it a day. The prize was your very own certificate of winning at life. Here, would you kindly present them? Congratulations, Crystal. Congratulations, Pei. You are getting a certificate oh, because no. you have successfully... Have Selena, too? Oh, no, I'm happy losing at life. No worries there, my friend. To be fair, you did win at life when you Roger Newman did it. Congratulations. <laughs> you have successfully and totally won at life. You get a certificate to prove it. Wait, why does the certificate say 17 years ago? On this very day, because that was the date of awarding, if you look at the little tagline below. Wait, but why 17 years ago on this very day? What? Well, that's the date of awarding. It says date of awarding 17 years ago on this very day. What's the... What's the... What happened? Yeah, what happened? Years ago, On so this very day, I, I awarded the certificate. Scott, you were like three. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Give yourselves a pat on wait, the back. Wait, You've successfully told if, us what's the difference. If it's 17 years ago, then it can't, very be, day, it can't be today because today is not 17 years ago. Because I awarded it 17 years ago on this very day. Congratulations. You've won at life. You've done it. Give yourselves a round of applause. And that wraps up our first ever game of What's the Difference? Tune in next week for ads. <laughs> <laughs>